Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition, the podcast that takes body language to a whole new level. I know I've said this multiple times on multiple episodes, but repetition works like a charm. Your body is constantly communicating with you, whether you listen to it or not. It's called symptoms. Think about the last time you had a sore back or a stiff neck, reflux or stomach pains. How about acne or dry skin? Symptoms, your body's way of saying, excuse me, something isn't quite right. Today, I want to shed some light on a few common symptoms or messages from our bodies, what they can mean, and also things that you can do to help soothe and heal. Remember that we're not interested in a band-aid effect. We don't just want to simply cover up the symptom. We want to identify it so we can treat it. Just bear in mind that this is a very general overview and there is always more than one option. So I also want to recommend that you go and see a trained professional if anything resonates with you after today's episode. Side note, when I was writing this episode, I realized that I could have nearly organized a 15 hour discussion. So I've limited the symptoms to outer reflections or surface symptoms. I've picked my top three for each category and you'll know what I mean as we get into it. So let's figure out what our bodies are trying to tell us. Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition with me, clinical nutritionist Belinda Martinella. If you're passionate about your health, have a craving for reliable information, or just want to hear some really awesome food facts, then I'm glad you're here. Each week, I'll discuss a new and interesting health topic packed full of delicious nutritional facts. Let me sift through all of the health and dietary jargon so you don't have to. It's time to get all the info you need to put your health first. When something pops up to the surface, whether it be on your skin, around your eyes or in your hair, we must all remember that a healthy outside starts from the inside. This is your body trying to tell you that something isn't quite right. So let's take it from the top and start with the hair and the scalp. Dandruff or flaky scalp. The most common culprits for a flaky scalp are nutrient deficiencies, things like vitamin A or essential fatty acids, as well as gut dysbiosis. This is an imbalance of microbes or gut bacteria. Now, if you need to increase your vitamin A intake, you can include foods such as dark leafy greens, broccoli, sweet potatoes, carrots, capsicum, pumpkin, liver, eggs, milk. If you want to increase your essential fatty acids or EFAs, then try to include nuts and seeds, especially flax seeds, chia seeds and walnuts, plus eggs, oily fish and avocados. Now, if you suspect gut dysbiosis or an imbalance of microbes, then you want to include both pre and probiotic rich foods, fresh fruits and vegetables, fermented foods such as sauerkraut, tempeh, kimchi, miso, also, natural Greek yogurt is rich in probiotics, which can help to improve your gut health. So, dandruff or a flaky scalp, nutrient deficiencies, or gut dysbiosis. Address those. Brittle hair. Now, if your hair is prone to split ends, it's frizzy, dull, dry, or has a lot of breakage, then you might want to look at your thyroid health. Now, the thyroid is a gland that makes hormones, which controls your metabolism. Now, if your thyroid isn't performing optimally, you may experience brittle hair, among other things. In order to help your thyroid to function, you must include a wide variety of fresh fruits and vegetables, as well as nuts, seeds, and eggs. 
If you suspect thyroid, then it's best to whip to the GP for a quick blood test, just to be sure. The other nutrients that can help with brittle hair are EFAs or our essential fatty acids that I just spoke about before, and also vitamin C. Include these foods in your diet to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin C. Kiwi fruit, oranges, mandarins, strawberries, broccoli, capsicum, tomatoes. Vitamin C is also very good for our immune system. Win-win. Now we can't talk about hair without mentioning hair loss. If your hair is thinning or falling out, then you may want to support the thyroid, as I mentioned before, and also the adrenals. Now your adrenal glands are two walnut-sized glands that sit on top of your kidneys. The adrenals are responsible for many things, but are probably best known for responding to stress and producing stress hormones such as cortisol. Now, the other thing you may want to look at are your sex hormones. So these are the hormones that play a role in sexual development and reproduction, but can also affect your hair. Some sex hormones contribute to the production and maintenance of body hair. So if you want to check your hormone balance, then a blood test is your best option. The other nutrient that's important for our hair is vitamin D. So the sun synthesizes the vitamin D that we consume in our diets. If you think you have low vitamin D levels, then try to include these foods in your daily diet. Eggs, oily fish, meat, and mushrooms. Fortified foods might be the best option for our vegetarians and vegans out there, or a high quality supplement. Also be sure to soak up the sun when you can, especially during the cooler months. Some other foods that are great for hair growth include spinach, sweet potatoes, avocado, nuts, and seeds. Okay, let's work our way down the face. How about the eyes? Dark circles. Now, this can be an indication of nutrient deficiencies, nutrients like iron, protein, vitamin B12, vitamin E, K and D have all been associated with dark circles. Also, digestive issues and or liver function. More obviously, it can also mean that you're not getting enough high quality sleep. We can all probably do with some more high quality sleep. Make sure you tune in to the better sleep episode of this podcast. Dry eyes or floaters in the vision. This one comes down to liver function. Just remember that the liver helps the body to detoxify unwanted substances. Dry eyes or floaters can also mean low iron. Make sure you're including lots of leafy greens in your diet. Things like kale, spinach, rocket, silver beet to help support the liver and include both plant-based sources of iron, so the spinach, beans, lentils, dried apricots, and also animal sources of iron if you do eat meat, beef, chicken, lamb, etc. You can also tune in to the iron episode of this podcast. Puffy eyes. If you have unexplained puffy eyes, then you might want to focus on your adrenal glands. If you're looking to improve and support your adrenal glands, then a whole food diet is the best way to go. So that's foods in their most natural state. Think fresh fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, eggs, beans, legumes, meats, and seafoods, as well as two to three liters of water each and every day. Oh, and minimal processed foods. Another hot tip with puffy eyes is to consume only water and herbal tea for two weeks, avoiding all other drinks, and just see if this alone makes a difference. Okay, let's keep going down. 
How about the lips and the mouth? Bad breath. Believe it or not, bad breath can't be fixed by brushing your teeth or chewing gum. It all comes down to digestion and gut health. If you're suffering from reoccurring reflux, heartburn, cramping, excessive burping or flatulence, diarrhea or constipation, if you resolve your digestive issues, you'll resolve any issues with your breath. While you work on your gut and your digestion, you can also sip on peppermint tea or pop a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar into your daily drink bottle. You could also use tea tree oil as a diluted mouthwash or use saltwater rinse. Chapped lips. This is a very common one, especially in winter. Most people might use a chapstick or a cream to help restore moisture into the lips. This is more of a band-aid effect and offers only temporary relief. Others might increase their water intake, which I am a big fan of. However, chapped lips can also be linked to digestive issues and stomach acid production. Now, a hot tip here is, of course, to drink a minimum of two to three liters of water a day, but also to incorporate lemon juice in warm water or apple cider vinegar in warm water to help support stomach acid production, which in turn supports digestion. Cracks at the corner of the mouth. This is usually due to a vitamin B deficiency, and it's usually vitamin B2. It can also be due to an iron deficiency, or it can be both. Include the following foods to make sure you're getting enough B2 in your diet, as well as iron. Natural Greek yogurt, eggs, lean meats, oily fish, dark leafy greens, broccoli, tofu, legumes, cashew nuts, and dried apricots. Remember that vitamin C helps your body absorb iron and make sure that you are having iron away from calcium sources because iron and calcium compete for absorption and calcium always wins. Let's talk about the face as a whole. Now, this is the one that can be the most frustrating, especially if you're an adult walking around with teenage acne. Let's talk about the face. Now, I've got my top two for you today. Acne and blemishes. It's important, again, to remember that a healthy outside starts from the inside. Acne and blemishes, especially in the troublesome areas like jawline, chin, forehead, even neck, this is your body's way of telling you that your liver and your sex hormones need some attention. If the liver is struggling to detoxify, your gut health is poor, and your hormones imbalanced, then the body starts looking for other ways to excrete unwanted substances, and your skin is one of the best ways. So it's liver and gut health yet again for acne and blemishes. Also be aware that some medications can contribute to acne, so the contraceptive pill is a big one, as well as skincare products. Redness on the face or flushing easily. This is an interesting one, and as we all know, Every single body is different. This means that some people are more likely to show redness and flushing in the face a little more than others. However, unexplained redness or flushing can usually be pinpointed to diet. There are some foods that can cause redness, namely alcohol, histamine producing foods. So these are foods that are aged, such as cheeses, tinned foods, fermented foods, processed or smoked meats they can cause redness and flushing. Other foods like citrus foods, processed foods, and dairy. You can try a strict dairy-free four-week trial if you suffer from redness and flushing. 
The success rate is quite high, but again, it won't work for everyone. Seek professional guidance if needed. Okay, how about the skin? I've got my top three for this one, and it was quite difficult to pick because obviously the skin is a huge organ and can show so many symptoms. Let's go with number one, and I've been a bit cheeky and combined three here. So cracked elbows, cracked heels, and dry skin. Nutrient deficiencies are highly indicated when it comes to dry skin. The main two are essential fatty acids, which I've mentioned multiple times, as well as zinc. To make sure you're getting enough EFAs and zinc in your daily diet, try to eat more flax seeds, chia seeds and walnuts, eggs, oily fish, avocados, as well as oysters, poultry, pumpkin seeds, beans, chickpeas, cashews and almonds. The other thing to think about when it comes to dry cracking skin is thyroid function, poor diet, poor digestion, hydration status and also skincare choices. A lot of skincare products that we use say natural this and a no added that, but I can guarantee you that the ones that boast the most about being natural are generally the ones that are far from it. So with skincare products, I have a rule. If a product is advertising about all the things that they don't include, you know, things like petroleum products, parabens or phosphates, then you really need to ask, what are they putting into it then? They may skip over a few nasties, but not all of them. I feel like this is almost a topic for another day. (laughs) Body odor. I'm talking about excessive, strong, and offensive body odor. All of our bodies have an odor, but each body is a little different. Certain soaps and deodorants can actually alter your body's natural smell in a negative way. So it's really important to move into a natural deodorant and also to eliminate soap from your cleansing regime. Inside the body, you need to support the liver. If you love your liver, your body will love you and so will your odour. In order to support your liver, you could increase your daily consumption of dark leafy greens, so spinach, kale, rocket, silver beet or rainbow chard. If you reduce or eliminate processed foods, caffeine and alcohol, your liver will also love you and you'll notice an improvement in the odour department. Before I wrap it up, I wanted to finish off with just some general skin and face care tips. Gently exfoliate the skin daily with exfoliating gloves. You can actually make your own antibacterial and anti-inflammatory elixir to help reduce acne and blemishes and to help support the skin. Avoid harsh cleansing foams and opt for soft milk cleansers to wash the face. Stay hydrated. Limit makeup and sun exposure. Eat a wide variety of fresh fruits and vegetables. Make these the foundation of your diet. And also, try not to touch your face too often. The most important thing is to always remember to look beyond the skin. Most surface symptoms are your body's way of telling you that something isn't right, or it could do with a little bit of love. Make sure that you're drinking enough water every day. It's a minimum two liters. And also, that whole foods are the foundation of your diet. Remember the 80-20 rule? 80% whole foods and 20% soul foods. Reducing processed foods is always going to work in your favor, as well as increasing nutrients such as your EFAs, zinc-rich foods, and foods that are also full of the B vitamins. Oh, and vitamin C. 
If you do suspect that your body is in need of some extra love, then you can always see a trained professional for some expert, customized advice. Your body is constantly talking to you every day. First thing in the morning, before a meal, after a meal, before bed. We just need to remember how to listen. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab. All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it.